I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Matt Knight. Hello, can you hear me? Jay Cross. Hello. And Joe Branton. Can you hear me? This is uh, take two. We just try- we started a podcast and uh, if you're watching live Did on we? the YouTube, um, you would have been able to see us uh, break the stream and do a bit of messing around, try and get the stream back. So if you're watching live now, do let us know if this is working or not. You should be able to hear all of us, which would be good. Anyway, um, you will know. Welcome. If you are a uh, if you are a audio listener, thanks for joining us as well, well as done. our live YouTube guys. I prefer the audio. I like an audio podcast. I was listening to the Wampler podcast today, and they were yes. talking about the difference between uh, audio and video podcast. And um, audio rocks. Audio is the yeah, best. Yeah, audio is good. I don't have to wear any makeup when we do the audio one. Well, you don't wear any now. I mean, surely not. <laughs> Look at that face. Anyway, if you are uh, joining us, um, uh, if you're a regular listener, you'll note that we're all here. We're all back, which is something that is uh, is rare these days. Uh, Matt Knight, you've been mm, away thanks. for two weeks on a, uh, a long holiday. Where have you been? I went to Thailand and I went to Vietnam. Nice. Um, it was amazing. It was very hot. It was over 30 degrees pretty much every day. Um, Did really you- humid. Really did you do hot, any really solid play. guitar stuff over there? I did absolutely none. Oh, I thought that's what you were going to say. I didn't Literally even, I didn't even see then. any. Well, actually, we, we, we came to the tail end of it, but in Thailand, about six weeks ago, the king of Thailand died. Yeah. And he's a really important figure in Thailand, and they actually banned any live music for a month or any live performances or anything like that because they actually take a year of mourning. But the first month there was no live music all the events were cancelled um and i did see one guy on the last night uh from ireland in a british pub um do um open mic sort of singing songwriter stuff and it was rubbish <laughs> uh, <laughs> i thought you were gonna say you got up like joined in had a little jam no um, no it had was a real just good time. he was doing loads of boring songs and uh yeah so that that was the, literally the um, I don't even know if there was a guitar shop anywhere that I went in Vietnam oh, really? I don't even know if it's, a, it's whether it's really even a traditional instrument I did see quite a few people walking around with guitars 
Okay. I say quite a few. I think like three, but it's probably because I noticed them because of my heightened sense of Your guitar spotting. Predilection for uh, guitar. Um, yeah. Looking at. But, um, words failed me. But uh, yeah, so no, I had two weeks off from playing guitar, and I came back yesterday and plugged my guitar in, and it sounded amazing. And then I programmed a sound on the ES8 and the timeline that Jay Cross would love. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I used the Space Echo on the timeline. But the ES8 has got an inbuilt waveform, so you can effectively turn a, a pot up and down, for example, without actually touching it. So I did it to turn the repeats up and down on like a sine wave. So as you're playing, the repeats build up loads, but then they also fade away. So it's like you're constantly turning the repeats up to max. And then turning them down again. G- and then just turning them down, with a little bit of the delay moving at the same time. So it sounds like... How do you do? Is that done all through MIDI, or do you tap? It's in all and out? done through MIDI. So, oh, are MIDI. you able to tap? Are you able to like preset the rise time and the fall time and stuff? Yep. Well, yeah, the, yeah. You basically, yeah, you That's can. That's part re, of the, you can, yeah. Is yeah. that done through the ESA or through the? It's, yeah, it's done inside the ESA. Yeah. Right. Okay. You were. So it was quite. It was quite funky. So I was. It was feeling very inspired yesterday, and then um, you also came I, home to something rather special. Didn't I did. You? I don't know if anyone. Well, people who are seeing it on the stream now. I got this. This funky guy. So that to me out. looks very much like a um, Pelator, the Pelican Noiseworks uh, double fuzz type thing. I guess it's two. Yeah. Or it looks like a clon, but it's actually two fuzzes in one. But what's so in, special about the one you've got there? It's in Pelican Pink. Nice limited edition. Um, so what's the deal with yeah. that? Limited edition. Limited edition one of twelve. It came in a funky wooden box uh, with a little note with my name on it as well. Um, but yeah, just limited edition colour. What? Just uh, a note think, that said Matt. On yeah, it. just, <laughs> just a <laughs> ransom no, note. It, it was the uh, it was the manual, and it said uh, like to Matt Knight on it. Oh. Uh, it was in a little yeah, it was in a little wooden box in a little carry case. But ever since we did the demo on it, I was like, oh, I really want to buy one of these because it sounded ace when we did the demo. Um, when that came up on Facebook and I was like, oh, these are limited. They're definitely going to go. Matt's on holiday. Did you manage to like get access to PayPal he, or whatever? He, uh, yeah, uh, Leon, who is part of the actual Guitar Nerds Facebook group, uh, I just sent him a message and said, oh, I really want one. How many have you got? And he said, I've sold all but two. And I said, oh, can you hold one for me until I've got like better reception? And uh, he did. Nice. And uh, sent, he sent me an invoice, and it was on my desk this morning. What was weird is it was like, you have a customs charge to pay. We can't deliver it until there's a customs charge paid. And uh, it was still on my desk, so... Oh, wow. Don't so know you, what happened there. All right, well, you know... Been just, charged to the company by the sounds of things, mate. Yeah, it sounds like someone, <laughs> there's, someone there's done you a, uh, done you a solid. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I can't wait. To, I was going to try and plug that in, but um, I didn't get time this N- evening. No, you were too busy <laughs> live-streaming about it on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. And I had to eat dinner. And I didn't have any keys to get into my house. Always a problem. Uh, Bit of a problem. problem. Bit of a problem. Jay Cross, it's worth mentioning that, I mean, if people are watching the stream, they'll be able to see, but you look like you're about to keel over. Yeah, I don't feel very well today. But you always say on the podcast how you never get ill. I know, I don't really understand what this is. I think maybe someone's slipped me something. Yeah, it was me at work. Like I will prove that he can get ill, and I will put... So um, some ger- germs in his drink. Yes, I feel really under the weather, and I don't really know why. Uh, because I, oh my word, you t- that's, very, that's me. That's no. my headphones. Um, I uh, had a really chill weekend, like really, really chilled out weekend, and um, and slept loads, 
and uh, yeah, I feel I feel utterly dreadful today. You look bad. Utterly dreadful. So I'm just drinking this uh, very nice, warm, 100% non-alcoholic uh, beverage. Okay. And uh, I think I'll be all right. Sort of got a bit of a hands mole man vibe going on. Oh. Your kind of your eyes have gone really small. Um, so I think yeah, tonight like feel free to chip in, but um, I'll chip in where I can. But, but uh, yes, yeah, I'm not uh, not 100 percent today, friends. Yeah, if you um just you know if there's uh, if there's stuff going on on the YouTube channel, yeah. you're in there with you can type without being having a cold, right? Uh, I mean, you still have the cold, but yes, no one will yeah, know. Still have, so. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Let's just put a little like sniff at the end of each line that you put in. <laughs> Little yeah. sniff at the end of the line. So, Talking about sniffs at the end of the line, Joe Branton, you've been on tour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, uh, I got back. I'm back, though. You got a bit red. <laughs> no, we, we, it, was, uh, it's, it was a straight edge How is tour. your straight edge band? Yeah, yeah, so good. you've, got, been, you've uh, been away on tour, yeah. which is why you've not been here for the last, what? Oh, no, you were here no, last I, podcast. I haven't missed any. Oh, that's a shame, no, isn't it? Just, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> No, I worked this tour around the podcast. Yeah, of course, of course. So where have you been? No, we were just doing like a couple of weekends. So we did a, uh, uh, we did like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I got back this, uh, uh, I got back on Monday this morning. Okay. After our show in Northampton. Did you? What time did your show finish last night? I, I don't know. Sort of half twelve, like one, something like that. Okay. And then uh, Northampton's and then, yeah. not that far, is it? Uh, it was three three hours from okay. here. Something Sounds like about that. right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then after we'd loaded in, when we got back, put the stuff back in our lockup and everything, I got back just in time to um, leave to go, go to, to work. work. Nice. No, I did. I did actually get my head down for a bit, but yeah, it was good. I've done that. We played in Blackpool and drove back, and I got in at seven o'clock, and I left the house at seven thirty to go to work. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Good. I've always been much better at planning tours. Uh, uh, so yes. I've never had to do that. Oh, right. Sometimes yes. you just run out of holiday and you can't turn it down. I'm yeah. just really good at booking tours. Mm. Clearly. Clearly. Indeed, indeed. Well, I'm glad the um, play was good. Did you play with anyone good? good? Uh, yeah, well, we did. Uh, there, there were quite a few good shows. But yeah, the uh, uh, one of the, the a really great show we had was in Bristol. Um, there are two really cool venues in Bristol run by the same, uh, the same fella who's in uh, kind of a math sort of band himself. So... Um, uh, he puts them on in, in the Mother's Ruin and the Stag and Hounds unfortunately um, this week the Mother's Ruin got some noise complaints and they've had to hopefully only temporarily stop its uh, music Class- license classic tale of someone moving in next door and yeah then, uh... yeah, exactly classic no, which is really really devastating for the, for their business because they, they have shows every night and it's a really popular sort of place to go but anyway regardless so there was a night going on in Stag and Hounds and a night supposed to be in Mother's Ruin mm-hmm. And we were touring with another band, a Scottish band called Vassa, and um, and we were jumping on a five-band bill in um, Stag and Hound to make it a seven-band bill. Right. But then because the night got cancelled at Mother's Ruin, they lumped all the bands on one, so it was <laughs> an 11-band bill. Oh, cool. So there were, we counted... How, how long was your set? Did you even manage to get, like, half a song done? They, they <laughs> don't have any, like, closing time. So, right, yeah, okay. So we, we played for whatever, like... A, 45 minutes something like that but we, we headlined it but they did uh, yeah 11 bands well, pretty much all of us were mates anyway which was really nice but we counted 50 band members 
Wow. In the uh, how many pedals? In the venue. Well, that's it. Like how the... many audience members? <laughs> yeah, they just you just it's like just band. no, it was, no, good, it was, it was actually, higher than that one. Yeah, yeah. D- double the size splitting of the audience. The, splitting the money eleven ways. <laughs> quality. Yeah, we we actually did really well for money. I thought they'd be able to. They'd, they they paid us more because we were taking a, a cut of the door as well, and the, right. the door did really well as well, which was kind of nice. But yeah, the there were so many pedal boards. I saw some incredible stuff. Like. Um, what was, what was the weirdest pedal that you saw? Um, I'm not really sure. It was more like it was more interesting combinations than weird pedals. A lot of ES8s actually. Okay. They seem to be spreading like wildfire. Yeah. Oh, a couple of the new Joyo pedal switches okay. as well. Um, but yeah, I, there was uh, there was one band doing some really interesting stuff with an electro harmonics freeze um, and a um, and a Digitech. Uh, jam and stereo using okay. them together so playing a little bit freezing that note letting that ring over the top and then sampling up another couple of notes on the yeah on the loop so he was kind of building tracks to play over but by using the freeze pedal to set the the key and then other stuff on the jam and stereo which was which was kind of cool but there was some there, there was some very interesting stuff um pedals that made that i saw across a lot of boards the exotic effects sp compressor that seems to have turned up everywhere like on on a number of boards they were one of those brands i think that you can get for a long time in the uk is that right matt that you couldn't get exotic Uh, stuff i I think i know i think you could but for a long time they had things like the bb preamp and the rc booster which were always like popular with like studios like session guys but they weren't really like mainstream and then they kind of went oh here's this micro pedal and they had the EP booster, which everyone bought, and then they kind of had the SL drive, and then the compressor. Um, yeah. I mean, I had one for a while because the thing with that is you can't. Um, it's like volume. It's volume, and then just three compression amounts, or like blend and like yeah. three compression. Amounts. Yeah, it's just blend. And yeah, so it was really, really good for the, for the size. It's an awesome little pedal. Yeah, that was that was great. But I saw there were three of those, and there were two other pedals that were unusual. I thought that I, that I saw on. You know, surprisingly, on more than one board. One was the the Hotone expression pedal. Yes, the mini expression pedal that can also oh, be a oh, wah um, or a volume. Soul press. Pedal. Yeah, that's right, the Soul press. So, yeah. um, saw that two people. Is it, it's not the one that folds out, is it? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. that's super cool. The red one, but um, which is just a mini um, expression or volume yeah. or wah. But people using it in conjunction with the ES8 because it's such a convenient size ah, and using it as the expression pedal yeah, yeah, for yeah. some of their effects on that so I saw two people with that and then I saw it probably four more tender octaves okay oh yeah what, do you remember can those? you still get those no because they were discontinued because something dodgy happened with the copyright of something to do yeah, with the, I, uh, the the circuit I think they are micro they also did the, the they also did the moo organ or the Morgan. the Morgan. And they got shut down by. I think they got shut down by Electroharmonics. Yeah, well, Electroharmonics did them on this because it was a micropog, the the tender yeah. the tender octave. Wow. Um, and I was it's the first time I've ever, despite us like uh, um, the shop I work for, always doing the range. I'd never heard of the tender octave because I think it only came out for a very brief time before someone someone's legal department zapped them out of the exactly, sky. Exactly. Exactly. Now a couple of the. Um, uh, these pedals were being used with switches because, to be honest, the, the Moore size is a little bit inconvenient when you have a serious pedal board, just because they 
it's difficult to actually fit it anywhere yeah, and it, they don't, sturdy they enough. They don't really fit on any of the rungs properly, do no, they? exactly, exactly. But in conjunction with an ES8, where you can just... It was sort of, you know, jammed in in the under tier of, of one of the boards. Yeah, I yeah. Saw. But, um, yeah, what a great idea because it sounded just like a microbog. It's It was £50. Pounds. If you can get one secondhand, it's probably... 30 quid li- or something. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and it sounded great actually hearing it you know alongside a lot of micropogs micropogs other other than the the behringer ultra shifter is probably the most common pedal to see on a math rock pedal board it's all about the micropog yeah exactly and this sounded just like it which yeah. is great so it was cool to see some different things some things that i didn't expect to see on boards cool yeah nice to see go out and uh, see something that we don't often see like i follow so many of the pedal board groups and stuff on instagram and facebook and stuff like that and a lot of the time it is just the same stuff so yeah to see like a few more a rare more pedal yeah. um, that's awesome <laughs> and uh, I saw there was one the band they're going to reach like silly money at yeah, some point probably I saw another band called um, Different Gig but 72% Morrissey they were called okay um, covers and, band uh, were they <laughs> it's so far from it uh, so the uh, guitarist played a bass six right um, and pretty much always had uh, and I couldn't see. I didn't. I, I wasn't sure what it was, but it was. Um, it was an octave up fuzz, but just with like the octave up pushed. But the tracking was terrible, so it's so glitching out everywhere. Yeah, hey, so it was great. A bass six. Yeah, played through an genius. octave up. Yeah, genius. It sounded great. <laughs> so it was a, yeah. a guitar. Sound. Yeah, but it sounded so. It sounded constantly but like like an octave Kanye fuzz, West though. singing. Like you know, the, oh, like, like like the, the Hen- greatest rock star of all time. <laughs> you know, like the Hendrix Octavio, where like yeah. glitches out and stuff, and yeah. you can do it to an extent with the. Um, so it was doing that, but a uh, standard pitch. Yeah, which which was great because so, it sounded wow. yeah, it sounded like a guitar, which is what he wanted, but it sounded wobbly. Yeah, yeah, really wobbly everywhere. It was great. it was a great idea for a really interesting, weird tone. Cool. That sounds really mm, good. That was cool. Nice. Um, before we move on, a couple of things. I've got an unbelievable uh, urge to buy a Line 6 DL4. I saw yeah, your... I saw uh, something about this. So I was listening to the 60 Cycle Hum podcast today, and they were talking about the fact that the DL4 is twenty, nearly 20 years old. That's mad. Um, and it just got me thinking, like, that is a great pedal. And I think, from what the guys on that podcast were saying, like... Line 6 keep talking about it like okay this might be the end of the run for the DL4 so no. so um, unless I mean the only thing is unless they are going to do what like Boss have done and let the technology sort of trickle down so pr- get something that's going to replace the DL4 from the Helix using the Helix yeah. technology it, I think it could be something like I that think- I don't know. I, I think it's going to be one of those ones they just won't ever discontinue because the sales are probably always strong. Well, if they're sensible, on a, they'll on a similar note, like I, I was actually, we were having a discussion today about how many pedals or what pedals out there have lasted more than ten or fifteen years in in their same format. Hmm. Because we worked out today that the NS2 is thirty six years old. Oh, really? Well, it's never Nineteen eighty one. Yeah. It's never changed. But it's then, never changed. But then Boss have foolishly updated things that people haven't latched onto as well. Like Either RV fu- into RV four to RV five, RV three to RV, RV three five. to RV five, RV three to RV five. Um, PS two, 
yeah um was easily the best one out of all the pitch shifts and they're on ps6 yeah, now i suppose, still haven't got I, I it right again it depends really because they, they haven't really upgraded any because i've got a feeling that the helix probably isn't any better in terms of sounds than the dl4 but what it is is the processing power so the amount that it can actually process this is the same as the variax i mean i've I'm, I'm assuming that's the sort of thing because it's to otherwise do with, they probably would have... It's to do with processing depth, isn't it? So, <clears throat> effectively, like, you're shooting for the same tone, um, but one will just do it more realistically than, than another one yeah. when it comes but to modelling. The DL4, as I said to someone on the Facebook group when he posted it, I was like, the DL4 has a certain sound about it yeah. that nothing else does really replicate, yeah. I think, personally. I really want a DL4. Um, I really, really... The, the looper on it was definitely... I remember when I had one. I mean, I've had... I've probably had, like, three, I think, because I always buy them and then, like, have them for a bit and then kind of sell them and buy something else. But the looper, for me, is still the best one. I think if someone could do the same thing in, like, a looper that was kind of laid out in the same format, I suppose the TC Ditto X4 is kind of the same Similar. sort of yeah. format for that. Yeah. Although I don't think it's as good. I don't think it sounds as good. No, there's something about the DL4, because yeah. the DL4's also got the delay on it, and you yeah. can do some really funky stuff with like you can actually get like the delay to oscillate and you can actually record that in and then you can put that down half speed so you can then go on and get some cool pad sounds with it yeah the um, the, the flat like the and the uh the flashback x4 i just i just didn't really like it i just didn't really get on with it it didn't do what i wanted it to do i think i'm gonna buy a dl4 yeah well that's, that. the th- that's the thing dl4s actually oscillate where the flashback yeah. doesn't oscillate no um same as the like the dd3 doesn't oscillate either like Why that's what someone you get just some really weird it? glitchy sounds out of it well i was um, going to say that what are my other options so if i wanted to look at something like the dl4 a lot of people have pointed to the uh source audio um which is supposed to be very very good um but matt what, what are your kind of thoughts could i just get um, away with an m5 you could do i mean i had an m5 but then the thing I like about the DL4 is having the three different presets and the expression pedal, which I thought, well, you might not use the expression pedal, but I like having the three different presets and the tap tempo. Yeah. But yes, in theory, you could get away with just having an M5, but then the ultimate problem is you'll find other sounds that you like on the M5, and then it's never as easy to scroll up and down through well, the Well, what about the M9, then? It's, it's, oh, it's not really a... It's not really it's a... chunky, and it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's well the, good. I mean, yeah, but they're not, it's the not really a... You can still you can pick a DL4 up for 100 to 120 quid second yeah. hand on eBay, and mm. that's such a good delay pedal for 100 quid. Yeah. What's an M9? Yeah, 300 quid? Uh, no, no, they're more oh, than M9, that Oh, M9, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. I think they're like 400 No, they're something. not. They're that's not 400 mad. quid. They they're, must be they're three, the 320. Oh, no, they've, no, they've come down. They were they were really expensive. They're yeah. 340 quid. Yeah, like, but, that's a lot of money. You could buy four DL4s for that. Yeah, but it's all you, you ever f- need. You it's got everything on it. Five really M9s. High, but it really high quality. So you're not going to want more than six, five sounds, though, are you? Yeah, you've got an option of six sounds. You can only use three at once, but you can have six preset sounds yeah. plus the looper on top of that, yeah. plus a tuner built in. And they're all really like, high quality. I didn't realise it was that. That sounds like a lot of money. It is yeah. a lot of money, but it's really good. But, like, it's yeah, like industry-leadingly really good. good. I think I just want a DL4. I like everything I, about I them. I like the form factor. I like yeah. those dials on there. I like the buttons. I like everything about a DL4. What do you mean you like the buttons? Have you ever seen anyone trying to use one live with any form yeah, of, I'm like... Yeah, I'm not going to try and use it live, though, I? It's for home. Well, they, they break all the time. They're, okay. they're really bad. That, that like, is their the chassis thing, is that people are do absolute them rubbish. 
the buttons do break a lot. Yeah. But you can get some cool you mods. You can mod them. You them have well. to. I think if you want to use one seriously, you have to mod it. No. <laughs> what do you do? I'm to, not going to get into what that. What do you mean mod it? You, no, can, you can get better buttons. Yeah. The buttons and that don't click, the, the ones that are just yeah, you oh, put yeah, soft yeah. switches Actually, in. You can get double pre. You, you can also mod them for double presets. Yeah, as well. really. I've seen that as well. They look really weird because someone just sticks like another button somewhere on the uh, <laughs> another switch somewhere on the unit, on and the yeah, basically means you can switch it, between it's like funny. two different banks. Right. It's funny you mentioned the DL4 because I, obviously I bought the FM4 rack, and then about just before I went on holiday, the the lay one came up on eBay, and I was like, oh, maybe I should buy that because that'd be cool for looping. But it went for kind of a bit too much money. How much did they go for? Because I know that it was the sort after one. For, it went for like nearly 300 quid yeah. and I was like mm. Cause, but that is the, definitely the most sought after one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the FM4 the, the filter model is the hardest one to find also the most like, pointless definitely the rarest but the delay one's the most sought after they come up more often but they're I'm going to buy a deal for yeah. I'm going to buy a deal for how much are they no, new I, I sent you a link 203 pounds really well yeah. I mean come on if that's 203 pounds new then an M9 is actually I'll just a get a second hand one I'll get a second hand one it'll be fine anyway um, in the new year I think for that okay. but one thing that is happening before the new year yeah. is Guitar Nerd's Gear of the Year Gear of the Year no that's Brand of the Week yeah what do I want to do for I Gear don't know. of the Year we'll have to think of that before Gear of the Year no, that's horrendous. No, that's bad. Um, and <laughs> I if, like that one. If you, if you are, yeah. if you are watching this live on YouTube, there is still time to vote in the mm, ge- gear, gear of the year. That's horrible. The okay. gear of the year uh, listeners' choice. Um, there's five or six options for you, all on the Facebook group. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum um you if you just have a look at the pinned post on there you can contribute yes. to gear of the year tell and us what to is good the top two um top two the top two go through to the final don't what they are the top two at the moment it's it's a it is the infinity uh, strat reverend billy corgan strat uh not stratcaster reverend billy corgan model um and a squire affinity sparkle strat so so sorry <laughs> so so the uh, the people on facebook have managed to pick two things that we have yes well yeah yeah that, i mean but we, it's a, it's it's a fix right be, yeah but it's, it's yeah, a fix it's clearly we're fixed yeah. <laughs> um, obviously dodgy but um yeah i mean so what, i was looking of, at the list of things we bought and so. the, yeah the, the top the top four things are all the things that we get accused of fixing stuff with well but. no one's accused us of fixing it for the pink strat no, i mean paid for yeah. that with my own money yeah, out of my own pocket <laughs> um anyway so um yeah if you're watching live on youtube now um, that's it's definitely still open now. Uh, I may even leave it open till Wednesday. We'll see. But I think uh, probably between now and when I, the podcast um, comes out, I don't like any of the things that people have selected. I'm going to veto them. No, they have to. There's the no veto. Two, mate. Uh, yeah, the top two veto. go through to the final of Gear of the Year. No one gets a veto. We've no, never I do done actually, a veto. I do actually like the Reverend. I think that's pretty good. It's a good bit of kit. I, um, Whether you like the styling or not, it's very well made. The yeah, I don't care about the affinity strat. All right, well, well, that's let's that's, save this until right. gear of the year. Okay, Listen, yeah. we'll get rolled up later, mate. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be exactly. so good. Should I'm gonna pick something like annoyingly obscure again and really like. And then, uh, well, you do that, and then the three of us will just say no. No, well, that's not what happens. I've won every single year. Absolutely not. Anyway, is this like how you've won the quiz? Uh, I invented the quiz. Mm. Um, should we do some news? Nude. 
Good. Um, first up, Fender have announced the uh, Custom Shop Limited Edition Robbie Robertson Signature Stratocaster. Matt what Knight. has happened to the world? It's great. I, I love it. I, I think it's great. I know, but it's ridiculous. It's so it's good. Clearly, I Fender have been listening to the podcast and have noticed <laughs> that I think that they've become boring in the middle of the road. So they go and release. They've gone, what's the most outrageous <laughs> Strat that anyone has ever played? Well, oh, one yeah. made entirely out of bronze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. No, this, well, this one's actually slightly different okay go on that. give us the, give us the rundown the background so uh, Robbie Robertson from the band um, basically played this particular guitar um, in the Martin Scorsese documentary The Waltz which was a live performance of theirs and it was a 1950 Strat I think he thought it was a 58 in Fiesta Red he was like you know what this guitar needs it needs to be bronzed yes so um yeah so he basically <laughs> had it bronzed um absolutely ridiculous apparently it added 10 pounds to the original <laughs> weight of the guitar so i can't believe what um for a thicker more sturdy sound i'm not surprised yeah uh, um he it- did even switch to another guitar at some point during the show once again i'm not surprised <laughs> yeah yeah um, but yeah humbucker and a single coil um Matt, nothing, it, nothing it, in the middle position it looks like nothing it's had something position. cut out of it'd the bridge it'd be the straw that right. brought the camel's back i reckon it looks like something's been what? cut out of the bridge like the um oh it looks like it had a kayla trim at some yeah, point yeah. I am. Um, I'm mistaken because I misread this. That it isn't actually a humbucker. That is the middle pickup. Yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. The bridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So bizarre. But anyway, so well, so you can um, switch between those two. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like there's still a five way there, and and it still has all three. That rotaries. is absolutely bananas. I reckon it sounds it sounds great on the last waltz. Like if you haven't watched it, definitely go and check out the uh, the last waltz documentary. I wonder um, what happened. It's fantastic. Made him think quality that this is incredible. Was I was idea. watching one of the videos. I was like, how is that not filmed like this year? Like yeah, yeah. it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, what, what I think is really interesting is well, maybe not interesting, but like maybe indicative of the times is that if you look at the front of this guitar, it's obviously at some point had a Kayla or a Floyd Rose or some sort of extended trem system on it. And then if you look at the back, it has all five yeah, trem uh, like trem uh, springs. So he's obviously gone from playing like, yeah, loads of like loads of loads of heavy whammy stuff to like actually you know what I'm a bit of a grown up now I don't know if it has actually because no it didn't it, it it looks like it and I'll get to that the reason being is that this certain guitar that he plays isn't well it's not bronzed in the same way this is like bronze dipped I think if I remember rightly yeah but there's there's uh, definitely a, a, it's had no. something attached to it no if you if you look at the um if you actually go to the custom shop website and look at the closer photos you can see that because it's an ash body that's the wood grain there's like four bits of grain that come down from behind the trem because okay. he had that done in yeah 68 so it wouldn't have had a kayla trem at that oh point. okay yeah if it was that early uh, um and it was bronze since then and he played it once more and then it's been in like the rock and roll hall of fame since then it, uh, it looks um, absolutely phenomenal like I mean it, yeah, it, it looks amazing I've always loved the look of that guitar and that, that particular performance is so good like some of uh, Bob Dylan's good mid-period work there actually is, uh, is on the last Waltz DVD it's really good yeah. like the band do you guys know who the band are? yeah 
Okay. I yeah. don't really know. They I know were, it's something to do with Bob Dylan. Yeah, they they're were, like, they when they're were, like a traveling Wilburys type. No, troop. they were, yeah, they were kind of like a group of, a, a kind of ragtag group like of musicians. Type kind thing. of, bit of super group. But yeah, they were Bob Dylan's backing band for a long time, went on to have success themselves. Um, was Bob Dylan in the band? No. Okay. No, right. they, he was, he right. did the other, tours the other with famous, them. The other famous guitarist was Michael Bloomfield. That was he had that amazing looking Les Paul at one point. Yeah, yeah. He, so he was in Dylan's uh, band f- uh, from the Newport Newport Folk Festival when he first went electric. That was Michael Broomfield, um, and the band was slightly later. Um, but yeah, that I mean that strat is just awesome. I'm glad they've done it. Couldn't like, he like, have just oh, had it, it finished in copper metallic? Process. No. Yeah. How, so how did they do it the first time? Matt? I don't. I, I think the first time it's actually bronzed. Okay. So I don't know full bronzing technique, but I think it's like proper solid metal on the outside. This is like some sort of like wood dipping process. Right. Like where I think they're like dipping in like a bronze finish. So it's kind of got like a bronze sheen to it, but it's not bronzed in the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it looks cool. I don't know how limited they are. 40, I believe. 40, but are they master built? I, I'm, I don't know. I, they've got to be surely, surely they'd have to be like very uh, high end. So anyway, yeah, uh, yeah it looks cool. Way, that's, they're very cool. I'm, I'm glad they've that. done it because I think it is one of the coolest looking strats of all time. Um, next up, Lava Guitars uh, have announced the Lava Drop line. Yes, Joe Branton, you look like you were excited by this. Well, these they they look absolutely brilliant. What's the story? Uh, well, so. Um, the uh, the lava guitars are uh, are created by um, you didn't you didn't read this in advance no, no, did you no I did yeah you, yeah, you, yeah no I you, did you didn't did. read it beforehand like I did oh have you? you well I was just going to talk about I was just going to say firstly that they were made by the the the, the Lithuanian fellow who's an industrial uh, designer the thing that I didn't <laughs> understand is it says that because every single model in this new drop series is completely unique. Like it, every single guitar he's making, basically, is yeah. unique. What, like a different shape? Yes. No, yeah. that's what I thought, he was saying but I don't that, think that's right. He was I saying don't think that that's right. No, no, because there were models within it. There's the X, there's the Drop <laughs> okay. X, there's a Drop Pro. But he says they're modelled after actual physical drops. Of what? Of what? They are modelled <laughs> after actual... Actual? Actual. Actual physical drops. Drops of what? Yeah, of lava? Weird. Don't know. Don't know, mate. They look. I mean, they're completely futuristic. What, you dropped a guitar. Yeah, it's just drops. Yeah. You just drop a guitar, and that's what happens. I it's, suppose. It's um, as, yeah. If people should check them out, lava-drops.com. The headstock um, is absolutely vile. The headstock looks like I, no. The headstock's amazing. So it looks almost as I'm if it's kind headless. of into it. I'm I, really I, into it. Really into it. It looks like it's almost headless, but the the tuners are on the on the back of the headstock. Are they? So are the lava drop headless. X because they do. They've basically got three: the lava drop plus, the lava drop minus, and then the lava drop X, and then the, the lava so drop good. minus is fretless. Oh, uh, of course it is. So cool. Of course it is. But they're, they're kind of made with like odd woods. And, yeah, um, it's great with the humbuckers, a, a wood covered as well. Really odd work, woods as well. It's weird because the Mer-bow. X has got like Merbau. I've never even heard of it. <coughs> an integrated laser MIDI controller. Oh, everything. Uh, I, I don't great. even know what that is. And then they're um, because, of course, these are they're shaped like drops so listeners and viewers you can imagine what that shape is you couldn't really sit with that so 
they have a sort of part metal wrap which gives them a lower horn so that you can sit with them. What? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, well, yeah. So that, yeah, the... the oh, I hadn't even noticed. The base yeah. of the guitar right round to the kind of lower horn is like a stain well it's like a metal it's a chrome uh, it's, yeah a sort of a, a stainless steel arm. maybe exoskeleton yeah it's very very bizarre it looks it's, like something you could brutalise someone with yeah. like uh, I think this is super cool this is super innovation this is like trying to take guitars in a different direction and that's totally cool not trying to copy anything at all that does well, look like copying a drop yeah yeah, they, it, other than a, a drop. Yes, <laughs> it, it does look like something drop. that someone in one of your pony math bands would play. No, oh, it, looks like, it looks Everyone like... Everyone in math plays cool old guitars. It looks like yeah. something from... Um, uh, uh, what's that? Oh, that but, film. Yeah, good one. The one with Wesley Snipes in it. The Demolition Man. Demolition Man. It looks like oh, someone from White Men Can't it looks, Jump. It looks like... Blade, some, Passenger 57. That is a great movie. It Passenger looks like... 57. Can we... The next Always movie... bet on black. Best line ever. Yeah. The movie... The next movie commentary we do. Can we do Passenger, Passenger 57? 57? There's no guitars in it. It so doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What does it matter? Are we could do one over Christmas. Did we do it... Was it last Christmas? Yeah, we did Spinal yeah. Tap. Or was that when I... Yeah, we should do that. my heart. Yeah. For those who don't know, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where you can listen to us talk for the entire length of Spinal Tap about the movie Spinal Tap. Anyway, next bit of news. Um, Sir has announced the Kiko Lurero signature Sheba Drive Reloaded pedal. Matt Knight. Ten points to anyone who knows what band he plays in. Megadeth. Uh, <laughs> Jay's done some research. Yeah. I had no the, idea who he was. The, is he the new one? He's the new one in Megadeth. No, no, no. He, um, uh, Dave Mustaine has changed his name. Yeah. To Kiko right. Lurio. The whole thing, actually. Super Overdrive. Yeah, yeah, he's changed his... <laughs> <laughs> Matt Knight, tell uh, us about this pedal. So this is based on the Sheba Drive Reloaded, um, which was the second version of the Sheba Drive, and it's just been modded um, for... 
it's been modded to his his taste. I always, I'm personally, I always find these kind of pedals weird because they've been using the normal one, and then they're like, "How about you have a signature one?" And then they like tweak it to make it not as the same as the one they were using originally. Yeah, it's like I love the sound of that pedal. Can you make it differently for me? Yeah, and then can you release it? But I'm still probably going to use the original one. Yeah, he doesn't um, play sir guitars, and yeah, sometimes. Weird, Sometimes though. the way they word it, they're like, "Oh, it's got greater clarity." Then why not make that the standard, the standard one? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be like, "Well, I'm not. Why would I want the other one? It's, the clarity is not as good." Yeah. So basically, anyway. basically, if you're a fan of this fella, you'd probably buy the original one. But if you like those pedals, then buy his one yeah. because that one's better <laughs> than the original one. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's, that's exactly right. it. Okay. Uh, either way, the Sir pedals are amazing. Um, the Shiba Drive is kind of like it's an overdrive, but it's kind of low gain so it's you can use it like a really nice boost and it kind of works really well in front of an amplifier um so drive level tone really responsive just a great um position with a high cut um switch on it as well just one worth trying out especially if you used a slightly pushed amp and you want something to give you a little bit more overdrive um a a little bit more money than a normal shiba drive and to be honest i mean if they say greater clarity might be worth going for this one whether you want the signature or not yeah, this. or they could just be using a really ambiguous term. Yeah, great. That no one can yeah. Uh, dispute. Yeah, how can you? Yeah, how can you prove <laughs> it's more clarity or not? Joe Branton, you've got the next yeah. bit of news fired up. I want to hear you try and pronounce this. Okay, sure. Uh, Emma effects. Okay. Um, uh, really cool uh, Danish uh, boutique effects company. I really like their pedals. I really wish they would stop. They're another one like Exotic Effects who fall into this like. Ah, uh, I can't. I mean, either they have bad designers, it's deliberate, or they just don't know what they're doing. But they're not very good at visuals on pedals, and they keep using Comic Sans, which yeah. really irks me. Especially when they want sort of two hundred and fifty euros a pedal. Yes, um, but they make really cool stuff. Most of their most of their boutique effects, unlike most boutique pedals, is very traditional, and yeah. they just make really cool traditional. Like their fuzzes aren't. Uh, overly compressed or especially high gain they're all sort of old school and everything they do kind of has a bit of an old school feel um, and basically they have I think this is a reissue Try no 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 uh, first new model in, oh yeah that's in right 10 years because yeah because it's a mix of a couple of things that they do so this is the Octonodges the Octonodges is it not Nudges no I'm I think it probably nudges. is Nudges I think it's probably just pronounced Octonoise Octonodges Okay. Oh, maybe it is noise. Yeah, I think it is noise. <laughs> noise. If you look There's at the picture, it's slightly bigger. It's definitely noise. Octo- oh, it's a J, though. It's, it's not noise. No, I think that's how they pronounce it. <laughs> Octonodges. Let's go with Octonodges. Okay, so the Octonodges by Emma Electronic is, uh, yeah, it's kind of two pedals in one. So, um, and, and it very much looks like that. It's a double foot switch pedal um, with its rotary controls separated into white control knobs and black control knobs. Um, as as is so common with like obviously octo you know it's going to be an octave they've gone for like the design on it is lots of octopus legs as legs. it looks cool like it everyone looks way uses. better than the rest of that yeah stuff. it does does doesn't it yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm quite into this but yeah so the two sides of it are one side is uh, an octave kind of traditional as with everything so it's sort of OC2 style sub octave um, which I think is just one octave yeah so it's just one octave down so obviously an OC2 has two but it's that sort of traditional octave down 
with a dry wet mix and overall tone control um, and the octave itself and then the other side is a fuzz cool so um, so yeah that's pretty cool because it's an octave down fuzz rather than more traditionally obviously an octave up fuzz and they're cool. independently switchable and you yeah. can have them both on at the same time exactly yeah either or or both at the same time can you switch the order uh, no the octave's always first which is okay. which makes I, sense. I'd always want that makes but sense but yeah you get sort of gain tone level colour and nodges on uh, uh, the uh, on the drive itself do, uh, the, do the nodges the go fuzz. to 11 um, the, it, it's just a sort of uh, a rotary. So we'll say, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, cool, awesome. You can, you, I'm can, in. you can have eleven nodges if you want eleven nodges. Eleven, nothing less than eleven <laughs> nodges will do. Why not for me? Speaking of going to eleven, uh, a friend of mine texted me this week asking if I'd seen about this new Marshall beer, and I said, oh yeah, here's a review that we did of it. Why aren't you keeping up to the things that I'm doing with my life? Yeah. I didn't say that, but um, you thought he, it. You I thought did. It. I did think it. But yeah, uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, how does it taste?" And it was the blonde one that he had seen. And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's fine." But I preferred the other one, the triple. And he went, "Oh yeah, is it eleven percent?" And I was like, "Why on earth didn't they do that?" Why, that he, we uh, did we not say that at the time? I can't we? remember. Okay. We, I, was, I don't know. I was, I was a bit pissed. What, what was it in the end? Eight point two. Oh yeah, they should. They need to do as one. if they didn't do one that went they to eleven. Just call Idiots. one. Just call Good it job, goes to eleven. Uh, just make and another one. Do another 11%. one. Eleven percent. There might be some more like regulatory issues once you get because that's basically wine, isn't it? Maybe they should just do wine. <laughs> it's not quite as rock and no, roll yeah, though, is do it? A four, no. Yeah, fortified. No, come you on, can make, you can make an eleven percent. It's about the most rock and roll drink in the world. Yeah, that's also not eleven percent, is it? That's in, like fifty percent or something. No, it's twenty. Not much. In fact, I think I had a ten percent beer on holiday that was bacon flavored yeah i mean you do uh, get but there might be some but you can get definitely oh, get some god uh, that's like the most alpha male beer i've ever heard <laughs> it was a craft beer so really taking in the local culture matty having bacon flavored lager it was brewed locally in ho chi minh oh well there oh, we go god. there we go let's do one last bit of news um more electronics who we've already talked about this uh, this episode we have have just announced we do like moore though don't they yeah. they do good stuff i like moore they're cool i'm liking the moore and moore they're affordable and good quality Quality. They are indeed, and they've just announced the micro drummer. Oh yes, I wonder what this is based on. Joe Brandon, tell us about it. I mean, what more do you want? What more do you need in a time when we're getting things like the Digitech Trio? Yeah, um, and the, the uh, uh, yeah that one. Oh, you know, there've been some other absolute piles of crap released this year. Oh my God, people who need accompaniments for home use just get a band so no uh this is this is Moore making something that i absolutely fundamentally don't care about at all um i really like the the uh the, the company but seriously like a, a, a why is there a tone why control? does it have to be why is there a tone why does it have to be a guitar pedal i don't understand needing a drummer as a well, guitar because pedal. they've already got those chassis Just get a they've drum got loads machine of those chassis though. and then you can like control it separately and don't have to have it affected by the way you want your amps to sound it's the most ridiculous Although, thing bizarrely enough i mean and i'm sure you must be a fan of this show since you're a fan of the band have you seen some recent performances of Tom York and Johnny Greenwood playing some of the new Radiohead songs with an old drum machine. Yeah, but that's separate. I'm, I love drum machines. But, yeah, but they are just playing, they're just 
setting a drum machine, it's the same loop over and over while they play and sing guitar at the top. Yeah, that's cool. I think you could do something cool with this. That's fine. No, no, that's cool because it's separate. It's a drum machine. There is a... My girlfriend has one of those, uh, the Roland Ira drum machines, and they're absolutely wicked. I love messing around with those. so why don't you just go output out this through some effects pedals? No, that's all... I reckon reckon you could do something good with it. I don't think you should be hating. You'd have to set this up on its own through a separate amp to what you were playing guitar through. Otherwise, no, you've got an ESA, you're no, gonna... you don't. You could just have, have, it, have, it, mate. have it a little you can... effects loop. AB, ABY box. That's know, true. Man. Anyway, so uh, so this... Give uh, us the spec, anyway, of this thing that you hate. <laughs> yeah, fine. So uh, it looks like the... Because, of course, Moore do those controls where you get one large rotary and then the three smaller ones. The three smaller ones deal with the volume, the speed, and the tone. But don't worry, because there is also a tap tempo. Because that having that... No access to. I, I mean, I guess this is really oh, for practice, isn't it? So, that is cool. so there's no no need for being able to set an exact tempo. I guess if you're just using it for sort of, uh, I don't know, jamming along to John Bon Jovi, whatever people who buy this pedal do. Um, and uh, so you just get the speed, tap tempo. You've got tone because, of course, you know. I don't really understand what the to tone a, will do. No, yeah, no it go from like the drum sounds. For, but like, surely it changes the drum sounds. From what? Like well, so tribbly if, to basic. No, it actually physically, uh, from what I've read, it changes some of the sounds. No, no, no. That That's the, the 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 large rotary. I think does that. No, no that, that, that changes, changes the, the tone, the style. Yeah. Right. The style. That changes the style. Oh, that's and then cool. The tone control changes a few of the, the actual drum sounds, like okay. different snare hits. Well, stuff. that's cool if it's if it's switching through presets rather than just sort of adding, you know, more treble or, or bass. Is it notched then? No, it'll just no, be, no, be not get to a it's point. Right, no, because you can still have it like continuous, but yeah. like in different sections, it will a bit like the Count to Five. It's got like yeah. six different sections on one thing, but it well, a bit like any of these sort of Boss Cube things, the yeah. rolling, rolling cubes, where the yeah. I think you're, you're not making a big enough deal out of the fact that there's this tap tempo on there. I think that's really that's neat. Cool. No, that's, that's cool. A, that's no, I am only taking the mid. This is actually. It's £69, which is way better than um, other sort of pieces of absolute garbage like the Digitech Trio. This this is a, um, this this makes sense. Like, if you want something, just jam along with it at home, then I think this is actually a good idea. It's £69. I'm going to put this into weirdest gear just to annoy you and then oh, let, no, no, let it, it win the category. Um, it might appear on uh, the Branton Ranton. Oh, yeah, Branton's Ranton. It is coming. Okay, I want to record these. We'll talk about yeah. that at the end. But um, I think the microdrama is a cool bit of kit. It's not a load of money. And yeah. for someone who just wants to practice drums at home or like a busker or someone like that, yeah, sixty nine quid for how many? Like there's like sixteen well, different plenty. styles Look, in there. You've got jazz, you've got funk, and to be honest, that's what you're going to be using if you, TP? you're the sort of person. You've got that TP. I, I need TP for my drum hole. Uh, LT. What? LT. Uh, what's Latin? L- Latin. Latin. Lieutenant. What is what's oh flamenco. RC. What's PP? Oh, that's, that's where they're going to be. That's where, they're gonna be. that's where they're going to be placed. RC. RC. Anyway. What is RC? That's what you are whenever anybody asks you to what's talk to them about M- the pedal. What's MT? Uh, Your ma- brain hole. <laughs> metal. Oh, that's metal. <laughs> what's BL? Uh, bloody lovely. Bloody. <laughs> <laughs> that's the style. Bloody lovely. Anyway, right. um, you've got a brand of the week this week, right? No, no, no. We're not doing brand of the week. We've got too much. Oh, no. We've got some questions, to though. Too lazy. We've got questions. No, oh, it's not too lazy. We've too got lazy. loads of questions. Too oh. lazy. Let's take a question from the Facebook group in a segment that Can't we like to call that Questions. 
Michael says, as a single guitarist in my band, I'm looking to thicken up the overall sound and found the TC Electronics Mimic Doubler. Are, Are there, any, there other- any other pedals I, I should be looking up to have? <laughs> Also, has anyone used it in a mono setup? Are there any other pedals I should be looking at to help? Also, has anyone used it in a mono, mono setup? setup. <laughs> no, that's a that's, that's the stereo. Of a mono. Oh, yeah. yeah, Matt Knight, your thoughts on this? The Mimic Doubler. Um, I really like this pedal. I really don't. If if you watch some of the video demos, I think it sounds absolutely terrible. Oh. It sounds like a really badly okay. chorused, double-tracked guitar. Mm. I am going to admit that I haven't really watched any. I just really like... You like the idea? I, yeah, but I really liked that. Was it? it um, who, who made one before? Was it Seymour Duncan? That, no, was, um, who did? Electro Harmonics made one in the 70s. No, yeah. no there's it, been one more recently like, um, called like the 30 millisecond. Or, it was, oh, it was Keely make one, Keely. which is actually very, very good. Yes, it's got some reverb great. settings on it as well. Yeah, the I've ADT. But it, that gives you more of the kind of like classic studio chorus reverb sort of sounds, which I think fatten things up more. Right. This sounds like listening to your guitar double tracked that you've just recorded, but everything's slightly off. So you sort of, it's almost like having someone playing behind you exactly the same thing, just slightly out of time. I get the idea um, is that it's to sound like two guitars recorded. Yeah, separately. But so it, there's... it sounds so fake. I think that's the problem I have with it. Mm. It doesn't like fatten up your guitar sounds. What would you do then? What's what? What amount of oh, no, classic no, no. techniques? It's, it's 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 for a different purpose to the one. If if you watch all the videos that TC do, they do not. It doesn't get demonstrated in any other style other than shred it, metal because yeah. that is what this one yeah. is for. There are, there are others that do it in a more sort of um, but you can rock and roll way. I think you can thicken up a shred guitar sound in a more convincing, more organic fashion than that. It <sighs> sounds okay yeah. from the video. That first video they put out is uh, uh, like all I've watched because it. you can have one, two, or even three. three or four. I love that guy. I mean, I gave him a Russian accent instead of a Danish one because I can't really do it. But yeah, he he's great. Yeah, he, he is like, good. He he's makes good. me want to buy all his stuff. Yeah, um, and I thought it sounded okay, but personally, I would do it a different way. Matt, how would you thicken up just any I mean, type of guitar sound? It, it's difficult if you're like, obviously, you can't run like stereo, and you're obviously. A, a mono player but I'd kind of go back to the core of your sound and be like like if you're a four piece and you don't think your guitar sounds fat enough what what guitar are you using how are you like actually in mix are you using the right amp you know even like could you put thicker strings on it or something like that and actually go back to that sort of thing going like oh I need to digitally add loads of things on to try and fatten my guitar sound up you know if you're using a tele and an AC30 for example you're like oh my guitar sound doesn't sound very fat fat is it that you just want more bottom end or are you falling out of the mix and if you're falling out of the mix are you just not eq properly yeah i would say i'd say sometimes like an eq pedal can be a great thing for that because it can be so versatile in how you set it up um so it gives you a fatter warmer guitar sound but you don't necessarily have to like push the front end of your amplifier do you know what I would always do is a little bit of compression and then a really short slapback delay um, can really thicken yeah. the guitar sound. Even if you're using like loads of gain, just adding those things on there will like fatten yeah. up your guitar sound. It sounds awesome. I, um, I actually have a sound on my uh, timeline that I just called texture, which is lo- low mix delay with several repeats, but really quick time. So it almost like a reverb. Yeah, it sits in the mix really well, um, and I have that on like all the time, even if I'm using like a yep. just completely like blank guitar sound, just because it just helps like stop everything sounding so dry. 
Yeah, 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 definitely. I'll tell you what, I plugged in the um, JHS Pulp and Peel compressor again um, last week, and that thing is awesome. So good. Yeah, yeah. So good. Sound amazing. I would go for that. And if you went for something like that, say if you bought something like that and you're using fat, and it's got a DI out, you can even then give a feed to the sound guy, and then you'll come through a PA better, yeah. which will obviously help push your guitar sound through the mix more in a live situation yeah yeah particularly if you're a bass player I guess that's the most kind of obvious solution for that but um, mm. Joe have you got a question from the YouTube yes got a couple actually okay let's um, do one hit me the first one is actually directed at Matty um, because this question came up last week and I didn't think any of us three would be able to answer it uh, <laughs> Avarice123 says uh, how is the Boss GT1 how are we getting on with it I think there was a bit um, more to it last week. I wonder week. if that's. I wonder if it's the same person that I spoke to earlier. On there's the someone Facebook asked about group. this in the Facebook group. Yeah, uh, someone did ask about it in the Facebook don't group. Know. Don't and, know. Um, I mean, I I really like it. I, I mean, I wouldn't use it as a multi-effects for like recording. Like I've been jamming around with it at headphones in the office, which is quite nice. Um, but the one thing I've had really good fun with is plugging it in which is what I was saying on the Facebook group, plugging it in via USB, turning all the amp modelling off, all the cab modelling, using it as an effects processor and just programming loads of ambient guitar sounds on it. Because you can use Boss Tone Central to, you know, alter the pedals and what the control switches do. So I set a sound on it where when you hit the control switch, it basically freezes your guitar sound and then the two control, the two up and downs can then like give you two different delays. Um, so actually it's like an M5 style multi-effects processor that's how I use it and that's how I thought it sort of sounded really good for that with the expression pedal and everything you can plug an extra expression pedal into it but for 165 quid and I mean this is obviously the the boss person coming at me I don't think there's anything as good for that money on the market 165 quid we'll be the judges of that Matt can you bring (laughs) one down for when we record gear of the year so we can all have a listen and give our absolutely um, trash it yeah we can completely trash it Um, and uh, throw it the the funny thing is is because I I, I sort of had the first time I plugged in I was like this doesn't sound very good and then I I remembered that the thing that they do with in the extra menu on all of this boss equipment is that you can actually you what you need to do is tell under the output section how you're plugging it in yeah. so if you're plugging it into the front end of a stack or a combo or you're going into an effects loop return or whatever and it alters the output stage and the speaker sim to match that so it sounds like flat responses I suppose in a way right. through your speaker because if you just plug it in and you've got standard amp and cab modelling into a preamp power amp and speaker it sounds terrible um, and the best result I've had is turning the uh, it to effects loop send so you're going into the effects loop straight into the back of a solid state amp and it sounded amazing because okay. you're getting the proper digital preamps and everything well, come through bring one down um, it will fit into a gig bag one, gig bag won't it so bring one down yeah. and uh, we'll, all, down. we'll give it a uh, more strenuous review uh, when you yeah. uh, when we get a go on it Jay one more question from YouTube if you will yes uh, Matthew says um, so there was a little bit of to and fro on this uh, Matthew wanted to know uh, if anyone had played the SG Epiphone SG special and what were our thoughts on it? Do they and do an SG special? They do, Isn't yeah. It called the G four hundred. No, that's the glued net one. Uh. The and I, I sort of said this is a yeah, it's just a bolt on, isn't it? I think yeah, oh, exactly. Really? And I, I just Ooh. said like yeah, that was basically what I said. Like Ooh. I don't think that the 
even like at that price point, I don't think the SGs stand up to the Les Pauls well, at it the just, same price point. It wasn't it wasn't designed to be no. a bolt on. So the follow up question was, okay, in that case, what can you recommend for that money? So I guess like sub one fifty. I had uh, interestingly, I had pretty much exactly this um, this conversation with my brother in law uh, at the weekend because he's looking to get an electric um, as a present for someone. So we were looking at the like, is it you? No, it's okay. not me. No. Um we were looking at kind of like yeah, sub one fifty, yeah. I guess, and what's available uh for that kind of money. There's not a huge amount that I'd recommend really. I mean Epiphone L P one hundred. Not L P one hundred. No, no, no. again that's a bolt on. I know they're bolt on, but there's not a lot of choice for that money. I think that I think the Les Les Paul's Les Paul Special two is is not a bad guitar. I think they're they are quite a, for some reason they're oh, quite a bit better than the SGs. Yeah. Is that uh, they different the, scaling. The, the LP, SGs no, are, no, not, are same, they? same. But the uh, do you mean the LP one? Do you, you mean the junior? Sorry, I. The, you said the, the LP one hundred. There's, there's which two is options. The actually, top, there's two ball. options actually at that price point. Uh, like roughly two one fifty to two hundred. Mm. There's. Uh, Les Paul Special 2 which is which the is great. flat top two humbuckers yeah. bolt on that then you've got the LP100 which is carved top with a scratch yeah, plate not yeah. that no that has always been a bit of a weird model because it's like it looks like a glued neck Les Paul it looks like a studio but it's bolt neck yeah, and you're paying for like co- a lot of cosmetics yeah. And yeah. I always found them the not to play bad. very well where the Les Paul Special is the one that you want Les Paul yeah, Special definitely. too I really like the Les Paul yeah. Special I mean for what it's worth you, you know we talk about the £150 mark for £159 you can get that in a starter pack with an amp you can with plectrums yeah, a stand I mean, I, I know I think that's the best starter pack on the market I'd rather the get the phone one yeah I'd rather that get that that so pony yeah the yeah, amps let those down a little bit I'd rather that. get that than a stop dreaming and start playing I would much rather get the Squire I think well, yeah and spend an I extra think I'd hundred the... pounds like, yeah that's it's true it's like 300 quid for a Squire starter yeah, pack yeah. now it's not even no, that's it's not, not a starter pack price it's not there's different levels yeah. um, okay. there's, there's one that is there was one that was well cheap quid. that had a square no, they, amp and again um, they were pony. Yeah, they did like a te- that came with the 10G, but that yeah. amp is just as bad as some of the yeah, other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. It's I just, think you're actually well, okay, better off buying the guitar individually yeah. and yeah. Then getting like... Uh, you can buy now, I think you can buy... The, and I think this is probably the best thing, you can buy Digitech RP50 for £36. <laughs> you might as well right. buy one of those and plug headphones into yeah, it. Yeah, It'll yeah, sound better. Cool. But there are some other cool bits that, that float around. Epiphone are quite good at random limited edition bits and there are things like the uh, the Epiphone Wiltshire yeah. which is quite a cool like that is a cool guitar. unique looking guitar. Are they that guitar. cheap? No, they're not yes. that cheap. Yeah. No, because um, they're a glued neck. They're not that cheap. Uh, they were... Um, I know that they're... I don't know what they were retailing at. Okay. I know that their trade price was under £100. Okay, well, so probably they can't don't say that. They can't have been that much more. Yeah, okay, no, fine. Epiphone Wilshire's are 440 Oh, really? There we go. Oh, that's definitely... Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not the right guitar that you're thinking about. No, there there was one. There was one. I'll find maybe it. You, yeah. Maybe you... Just, okay, anyway, we can save this for later. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I mean, my advice would be the LP100. Uh, not LP100, sorry. <laughs> Les Paul Special 2, yeah. even. Because I did do a bit of reading about this at the weekend and just sizing up what's out there. There's also some good stuff from Ibanez. There's good stuff from um, LTD as well, but you're obviously you know they're a little bit more kind of aimed towards the metal player if you want something that is uh, yeah if you, uh, you want something general purpose I would say the Les Paul Special 2 is, is the one to go for definitely so yeah that yeah that Wheelshare that you looked up is not that money yeah, is it yeah it's not you're that one no it's a different mistaken. one no but these are all the pros and yeah. the f- 
and the f- the Phantomatic ones now. So I think this yeah. one's discontinued. There was another one that was super budget, which was quite a cool idea for something good looking. I mean, even what about um, do, do people like um, pool companies like Eastwood or even someone like Vintage? do anything that's going to have a bit more vibe around that price but they're probably they're, even they probably start a little bit more yeah price point they're all a bit more money I mean the only advantage you'll get if you're looking at that kind of guitar is to go something with a glued neck but you're never going to get something for that kind of price point really so yeah. I would say yeah Epiphone Lesbos Special 2 is an awesome guitar for not a huge amount of money and also perfect fodder for modding modding fodder modder fodder because um, it's really <laughs> easy to me? Modifodder, you total modifodder. Um, it's really easy to swap the pickups out and like change the machine heads and stuff, and you can go to town on those without too much hassle. So, cool little guitar. Let's do one last quick question before Jay dies. Um, and uh, it's Dave says, Here's a strange one. What's the best smelling guitar you've ever bought? No, the nitro, that's, that's, the nitro on my new telly question. smells amazing. I noticed it straight away the first time I picked it up. Jay Cross, uh, not in terms of guitars that I've bought but guitars that I've opened we've talked about this before how like Gibson were just in like 2013 they did something and it was oh my word it was just unbelievable opening a opening a custom shop Les Paul yes around that sort of 2013 period being like the first person to open up was just like yeah. holy oh. granoli they yeah. smelled incredible you, yeah you or you immediately felt like you had a glass of brandy a smoking jacket and yeah. a cigar well, that's funny you say that because i thought the one you were going to mention and the one that always sticks in my mind was the steve jones signature les paul yeah because when i opened it it smelled of booze and i was like <laughs> yes <laughs> did they actually intentionally make it smell of booze so right or? so something to, to do with the polish they were using wasn't it in- it's the, it's something to do with the the nitro, I think. It's something to do with the polish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's the not. I think it's the nitro because fenders like American standards don't smell that way. No, way. no. Um, it was only the stuff that was finished in nitro. Tempting. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, his, they, his, well, his, anything say, Gibson, anything Gibson, Memphis. I don't know if it's because they're hollow bodies, but they always they they are really strong smelling. Actually, the. Um, Charvel Guthrie Garvin because it was like all roasted wood it kind of had this really yeah. nice like earthy smell about it and and look it was all brown in the a, most boring looking guitar ever but it actually yeah. sounded amazing on a slightly similar note the worst smelling guitar that I ever <laughs> opened up was oh. was the uh, Rickenbacker the John Lennon Rickenbacker 325 <laughs> yeah. um, that looked like an onion and smelled like a mouldy onion oh. it was it was absolutely disgusting we, when we opened it up we had to air it out we, we had it airing out for like a week how bad upstairs is that? in the uh, upstairs in the uh, in the guitar tech's little room it smelled awful it was so so vile I couldn't like, couldn't go near it. It was atrocious. Stinky, stinky John Lennon. Bloody John Lennon. Bloody John Lennon stinking go. the place out. Anyway, we are up over an hour, so we're going to bring this thing to a close. Time, gentlemen. Indeed. Time at the bar. Um, thanks for joining us this week, if you have done on the live stream. If you want to watch this live every week, you can. YouTube.com forward slash... Uh, Guitar, no, youtube.com oh, no, <laughs> forward slash guitar nerds videos. Yeah. Uh, you can join us every Monday night from 8, yes. 8 o'clock. That's 8 right, isn't it? 8 p.m. normally. 8 p.m. This one was you, 8 
820. 8.20, something like that. UK time. No, 8pm. 8pm UK time. Um, you UK can, time. You, you can also get an extra half an hour of the audio version um, where we answer question, more questions. Or this week we're actually doing how to sound like Radiohead as are this we? week's topic. We are indeed. Uh. Um, and you can get that at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where from as little as $5 a month you can support the podcast get the extra half an hour of audio or from as little as $10 a month you can become one of our Patreon <laughs> backers uh, one, one of our Patreon producers sorry I've just seen what Joe's oh, doing no. this is going to be horrendous no no it's going to be fine I'll take over if it doesn't work so well <laughs> okay right bear with us I've then I've got I think potentially this isn't going to work, but I'm going to try. Okay, so everyone, uh, I'm making like a really weird album at the moment where I want loads of uh, uh, loads of that like text-to-speech style voices. So I've been looking for like a free one that I could download and I found this one called Natural Reader that gives you loads of not only can you pick the language, you can pick the accent that the person has. Come on then. So I'm going for Anya, Anya Lee, Anjali, Anjali, Anjali. Okay. Uh, so do we still have to do the? Where's the speakers? Yeah, yeah. Where's the speakers on this? All right, here we go. Broke it. You broke it. I didn't. I d- there we go. Scott O'Brien, Matt Quine, Phil Thompson, Laurie Anstis, Newt Gravit, Colin Anderson. Yeah. yeah. Well that done. definitely and sounded Charlie. better than you. Yeah, that was deaf. Can we get that every week? In fact, can we replace you entirely <laughs> well, with natural reader? I tell you what, what is cool is you can also pick the speed, and I had it set quite slow then. Don't, do we have, don't, please don't make us. Yeah, but all it's doing is doing the. Like yeah, yeah, this, true, the yeah. issue was the gap in between the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. So maybe every week I'll find a different accent dialect text to please, speech reader. No, I, I'm, I can't That's believe I'm going to say this. In life. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I kind of prefer when you do it. Oh. Unbelievable. If you want more of this quality audio, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. You can also visit the Guitar Nerds shop, guitarnerds.net forward slash shop, where we've got a brand new t-shirt available. Ooh, um, and do. Guitar Nerds mugs, yeah. all for pre-order. Um, you'll get them before yeah, Christmas. Yeah, what's Joe going to do? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, he's the mug that's been here but for a I'm while. Also, we've got some new mugs that people can buy. I'm releasing my own knockoff merch um, yeah yeah to compete with you guys so that right. I can take 100% of the profit how, how many are you going to are you just going to knock one off yeah. or are you going to uh, uh, yeah, well I don't know are you going to knock Mood's going uh, to make it for me is that no, the GAK guitar yeah. shop uh, no no the, the, the Branto Ranton 
Brant- oh, yeah. Branton's, Branton, Branton. Branton's Branton. Branton's anyway, Branton. Anyway, let's wind this up. It um, feels like we've been ending for a while. It, it does. It feels yes. like me. Joe Branton. Um, so uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Guitar Nerds, on Instagram at Guitar Nerds, or individually at Mark underscore Random, at Matt underscore Nightsy, at Joseph underscore 900, and at 999. Call the ambulance. Jay's about to die. <laughs> um, thanks very much, and we'll see you next week. Cheers, gang. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.